Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for Bart Reed, Drive Time Sports Insider for everything basketball in Arkansas. Bart is a former college player here in Arkansas and has worked alongside many of the top college prospects in Arkansas with his pure sweat skills and drill program. Bart Reed is brought to you by Arch Street Wheel and Tire. And mention the buzz when you buy four tires and you get a free alignment. Now, here's Bart Reed. What up, Bart? How's it going? Well, I'm going to start you off with two questions. We're doing great. How about you? Good. I'm going to start you off with two questions I have on our Asher Record Service Company Life in Feedback. They're more or less uh, almost talking about the same thing. Uh, you may be at a disadvantage. I, I'm, I'm not sure you were able to go to the open practice that Arkansas had uh, just the other day, but here we go. Seth and Ron, uh, Seth says, can Bart talk about what he saw or his breakdown of the scrimmage and practices with the Hogs so far? Such a great time to be a Razorback basketball fan. Then Ron says, great, I saw Bart is on today. Can he give the Hog fans three or four new things that we will see from this year's team that is different from last year? I think everyone from the media is reporting on the players, but what, beside being better talent-wise, can we expect this year? Love the feedback. Two good questions already. Okay. Well, yeah. so let's let's dive in. So I had a chance to, to, to see some kind of in-depth things. I was not able to see it live, but I did see some video breakdown and saw plenty of practice. So I think it's – like I said, two really great questions. So the one thing you'll notice right away with, I think, just because Coach Musselman is a practice master. All of his practices are done efficiently. They take a lot of game shots. They take a lot of defensive reps. They do a lot of ball handling, a lot of transitions. So I love to watch his practices. The one thing I noticed really quickly is the overall level of intensity that you're seeing already with this. Razorback team. Now, I know that they're getting ready to take a trip to Europe, but I don't think I've seen guys getting after it like this in the summertime. I mean, we're talking well before we play our first game in November. They are getting after it, pushing each other. They seem to have a lot of chemistry already, which, Randy, that's something Uh you you and Rick and I, we talked about quite a bit as we transition to this. How do we carry over a great team chemistry? Are there enough balls to go around? That doesn't seem to be the problem at all. In fact, I saw some of the scrimmage. They're almost deferring a little bit too much to other people. So the level of competition stands out right away. The talent level stands out. And the other thing that stands out right away is the size of this Razorback team. It's humongous. It's hard to really fathom when you think about where Coach Musselman was when he first came having a six 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 seven center to now I'm looking at Anthony Black. He looks almost six ten out there, Randy. I mean so just big and physical and imposing and Nick Smith, six five, six six. Uh you're saying Joseph Kenyon kinda looks like one of the smaller ones. I mean Joseph's a legit six four, six five. So the size of that Razorback team is also something that stands out. I think what fans can really expect to see right off the bat 
Arkansas played at a much slower pace last year. We played really not methodical, but we played slower. So our shot attempts were about middle of the SEC. Um, we shot kind of at the bottom half of, of Division One teams from three point sh- from the three point line. That's talking about makes, but also attempts. Most of our offense came through the wings and corners. We attacked through the wings and corners. This year, you're going to see a much faster pace of play. Randy, I think we'll see as many as 15 to 20, maybe even 25 more shots per game this year than we saw last year. That's an incredible number. I think our overall speed and our amount of points that we get in transition will increase drastically, probably 20 to 30%, because we're going to get the ball and push it up and down the court. I think what I'm looking at in practice is, I think if Nick gets it, he's gone. If Anthony Black gets it, he's gone. I don't think there's going to be that dedicated true point guard, but we are going to play in the middle of the court. And Razorback fans, listen to me. Middle ball screen, middle DHO, that's middle dribble handoff, and we are going to be downhill. I bet 60 to 70% of our offense, Randy, is going to come from that downhill, just attacking that front of the rim. And I think that's the main thing that you can kind of expect. Hmm. Um, I think one thing that maybe this is, again, just observing video clips and not where you can put the eye on it, but, Bart, I'm not sure that, and Rick, certainly jump in here and put your two cents worth of thoughts into it, but uh, where you've got, it, it always seemed like, Okay, Sydney could jump out of the gym. Marvin Delf could really jump out of the gym. He didn't get, I don't think, gets the credit for as athletic as as Marvin was. Yeah. But you can kind of keep moving forward. It always seemed like there was really only one. Tony Brown, he seemed to be by himself. William Mills seemed to be by himself. Uh, Derek Hood was by himself. What I'm trying to say is, I mean, Teddy Gibson could jump, but he couldn't jump like, like Brandon no. Dean. No. Uh, this right. team, it seems like, and again, this is just watching little clips. I mean, Brazil, this is this kid is extremely athletic. Uh, we yeah. know Nick Smith Jr. is extremely athletic. Darian Ford may be the best athlete on the floor, and he may not be getting sure. you know, the credit for it. Um, yeah. And now we're hearing Ricky Council can make change on top of the backboard. Uh, yeah. Have you seen a team, Bart, uh, and I realize we're talking college basketball, not NBA, but have you seen a collection of athletes, and I left out Jordan Walsh, who can jump out of the gym, who's extremely athletic, Anthony Black, okay, now I'm about to name the entire roster, but I'll get to my question. Have you seen a collection of athletes any better than what Musselman has done with this roster. No. It doesn't get any better than this. And I, Brandon, I think we've seen some really great athletic teams in the past throughout college basketball. And I don't think that we've seen this level of athleticism combined with this amount of skill put together on the, on the court at the same time. So these guys, Ricky Council's running everywhere, don't but he's, he's got high-level footwork, high-level pickups through the lane. Nick's the same way. Nick, Nick Smith's patience in waiting for ball screens is really impressive. Now, I shouldn't be that impressed because I, I taught him a lot of that stuff. But it is fun to watch 
these are freshman guys that are, I mean, yet to play their first game that are doing these this level of just high-level basketball. So, no, it's an incredible, incredible athletic team. And, listen, Devo Davis, we hadn't talked any about him. Sure. All, all I've heard from Coach Musselman is how great his leadership is. So, I, I can tell you that I talked to Coach Musselman. We were texting before the show. He's extremely happy with what he's seen so far. I think he's going to Europe with – I don't think he has many cares in the world. I think he's, he feels like his guys are going to perform just fine. But a lot of it, they're just such great athletes, but they're great basketball players. So you're going to see athleticism and a high quality of play on the court as well. Bart, what uh, is, is going to be the difference between the basketball that they're normally – used to using and what is it the FIBA ball I think it's what it is yes sir yep yeah so it's a big difference that was my second question for coach Musselman was I asked him how the ball adjustment was going so this is uh so FIBA and the European they play with a molten brand of basketball which is almost a hybrid our high school players we play with kind of that composite leather it's a much lighter basketball, okay? In the NBA, they play with a heavier ball that's pure leather, okay? So it's a, the feel between those two balls is distinctly different. And then you have the FIBA ball, which is almost like a hybrid of those two balls. It's a much heavier ball. It's slick. And I, when I mean slick, it's tacky when you touch it. But when it gets wet with moisture it gets a little slick that's why nba they play with a leather ball that leather ball just absorbs all that moisture and you can't tell but coach musselman says besides it being slick the players are adjusting just fine but it is a very different thing and so you can't downplay that in fact the nba uh usa team their biggest hurdle when they go overseas the ball adjustment so I think that's something Coach Musselman got him playing with it in practice, and he said the transition is going great, but it is a very different basketball. What about the size, Bart? Is there any change in, in the in the size of the basketball? No change in the size of the basketball. The grooves are a little bit a little bit more spread out. It is got more of a different color to it, so it's got different color patterns in it, just like you would see in the Olympics. But it does feel heavier, even though the size of the ball is the same. It feels heavier. It's a much heavier type basketball. So the players have to get used to that. Do you like it yourself? I do. I love it. Okay. All right. All right. Hang on, Bart. we got to take a break. That's Bart Reed, our basketball insider from Pure Sweat Basketball Skills. Thanks again to Hard Street, Wheel, and Tire. Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. It's time for Bart Reed, Drive Time Sports Insider for everything basketball in Arkansas. Bart is a former college player here in Arkansas and has worked alongside many of the top college prospects in Arkansas with his pure sweat skills and drill program. Bart Reed is brought to you by Arch Street Wheel and Tire. And mention the buzz when you buy four tires and you get a free alignment. Now, here's Bart Reed. You know, Bart, I almost got carried away in that first segment, and I'm thinking as we go on the break, okay, don't cut short the spotlight, our spotlight on both male and female basketball players. So I want to give you plenty of time to expound upon our spotlight on the male and female 
Players of the Week. Yes, sir. Well, Randy, there's so much great things going on basketball. It's easy to get carried away off topic. So let's go straight to Farmington, and let's talk about, you know, Randy, I'm being a little biased, Rick. This is probably one of my most favorite kids to watch uh, that I've seen come through the state in a long time. Mr. Lane Taylor is the prototype pure point guard. Lane is six foot tall, a little bit over six foot tall, probably right, hovering right under the six one. Lane's about 170 pounds. This is a guy that put up some of the most ridiculous numbers I've seen. This is a 2020-2024 from Farmington. His dad is the coach. Okay, so he tell right away he's the coach's son, really high basketball IQ. Averaged over 24 points a game, six assists, five rebounds, and three steals. When I look at his numbers, I have to really almost do a second take because he's putting up such ridiculous numbers. Under Bill Ingram, he averaged this summer against some of the best teams in the country, 15 points, six rebounds, four assists a game with three steals. It's just absolutely incredible. So, so far, Lane has offered from Elon and UAPB. I know that Coach Darrell Walker was in California watching Lane very closely, and I would expect UALR is going to come in very soon with some offers. I think once that UALR offer hits, I think you'll see a lot more offers start coming for this young man but can absolutely shoot the basketball at a high rate. His decision-making is through the roof. He plays hard. He's coachable. When you talk to Bill, he says he's got everything. Leadership, uh, unselfishness, consistency. He works hard. So I really think this young man has bright things coming in his future. And, again, he's probably one of the funnest players that I've had a chance to watch play. He's just involved in almost every play, rebounding, blocking out, passing, brings the ball up with a high pace distribute so he does it all so he's really exciting to watch so that's lane taylor 2024 at farmington high school can you give me a player comparison because i mean you it almost sounds like you're talking about pete maravich a little bit <laughs> i know because it's hard because that randy I've, it's a great question i've tried to find kind of that comparison on who he plays like and it's it's not easy to do he's almost got a Jason Williams from Duke type of body. He's very strong. He gets in there and takes contact really well. But it's really hard to pinpoint him for a comparison. But he is a do-it-all type of guard that I think I think when people see the points, they think he's a scoring point guard. I think he's fallen into that role because he has to. I think he's still a pass-first point guard, a pass-first very much what I think Anthony Black's going to be that's fallen into a scoring role very reluctantly but can do it so effortlessly has to take a ton of shot attempts, builds on him to shoot, increase his shooting percentage. So he's a really hard comparison. Uh, but I would say he kind of reminds me on the court like a Jason Williams type of player. Wow. Okay. That's the Boston Celtics. I assume you're talking about Jason Williams, the hmm. the Jason Williams for yeah. Celtics. Okay. Uh, our female – Basketball Player of the Week. All right, so let's go to Mayflower. So Riley Whittington, this is a 5'8 point guard, okay? You'll be a junior this year, Mayflower, AAA. She plays grassroots basketball for the Arkansas Angels. I love big guards. 
Riley's one of the biggest guards out there that is also kind of a pass first, really works to get players involved in distributing the ball extremely early and then goes after her point. So she's always trying to get her teammates involved. Average 17 and 7 this year, 17 and 7 as a sophomore. So that puts her at all state and all conference. Is one of the big reasons that Mayflower is storming on the scenes and winning a ton of basketball games. So, again, she distributes the ball really well, 17-7, three assists, and two steals per game. So this young lady has got pretty much almost every Division II school in the state is all over with some UCA showing interest in her, uh, UALR showing some interest in her, and I anticipate this is one of our young ladies that will have a Division I offer before it's said and done. But, again, going into her junior season as these players are putting up huge numbers, as Riley is, She's got two more seasons to really rack up the stats. And essentially, if she's unsigned, two more grassroots or summer basketball seasons to showcase her skills as well. So in regards to summer league basketball, grassroots or or just the old traditional AAU play, is it pretty much all said and done? So it's, it's, it's pretty much all said and done for the most part. There still will be some tournaments here locally, Randy, and I want to make sure we're giving some covers of that. There's still a couple more tournaments, but for the most part, a lot of the big, big tournaments in our live periods are over. Evaluation periods are over. Everybody keep in mind, Arkansas is one of the few states that's left where you cannot play AAU basketball year-round. So we come to a hard stop around November, but we get to a really big slowdown right here where a lot of kids shut it down for a little bit. So some of these other states, Randy, they're they're used to playing year-round and doing grassroots basketball, so I still have to catch myself as I'm talking about this. But most teams do shut down and stop about this point in time. They might play one or two more, but they're starting to get ready now for school basketball. Is it transition into August? I mean, do they transition to team camps, or is this is that really too late for that? The team camps. Well, it's not too late for that, but probably not team camps. There's still some individual camps, so you'll see a lot of individual camps coming up uh, as as we go into August. So, like I attended CP3, so I'm a CP3 trainer. So, the rising stars for the freshmen CP3 is coming up in August. Randy, as I told you, I got picked to do the Nike, the Maid Hoops. So that's coming up uh, next next weekend in North Carolina. So. You'll have some individual kind of invite-only camps, but mainly the team stuff. We kind of slow down the team stuff until school starts during August. All right, Bart, enjoy your weekend. We will talk with you next week. That's Bart Reed of Pure Sweat Basketball Skills. Thanks again to Arch Street, Wheel, and Tire. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater, 501-661-1037. Hour number three, straight ahead.